was a long intro. Yeah, I have long intros set up for us. Was, and, and you know what? What like, we should have done with this new equipment that we'll talk about in, in our next episode, uh, I probably should have muted all the microphones so that it didn't get the party behind us, because I bet the party behind us is uh, sounding all over that, uh, yeah, that music. Yeah, it probably, it probably is, though I don't think that solves the problem. That that was like 24 seconds of intro. Well, it's all good, man. I, uh, I've been studying podcasts. I would, I would literally, not that I ever actually listen to podcasts, if I started a podcast and the intro music was 24 seconds, I would stop listening to the podcast. And, and Absolutely. I, I used uh, <laughs> scientific uh, materials since well, I do listen to podcasts. I'm, I'm sure you did, and I'm sure that makes a lot of sense. So, That's, uh, oh, just, how's it going? Uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's good. Um, it's, a little, it's a little warm today. Um, which is a marked difference from our usual complaining about how it's cold while we sit outside. Um, it is pretty warm in beautiful St. Petersburg, Florida. Absolutely. We are at the Green Bench Brewing Company having uh, some beers and working. Well, some of us are working. Some of us are, yeah. So uh, I mean, you're, you're retired. I am. Since and, the last episode. And, and Chris only pretends to work. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Nelson and I have been hard at it. But. Chris, Nelson, who are them? Oh, we must have some guests. We on have the guests show. in the podcast. So uh, we have a, a, a multiple podcast uh, guest, returning, Chris Forsyth. Re- returning podcast champion. You guys are too kind. Thanks for having me back. We we are too kind to have you back for sure. And uh, is, is this Chris's? First podcast reemergence since the Central Kentucky Blue Bird Trail recording that we did because that was a great podcast. It is. We we got some feedback on that. People liked it. Might be my favorite one we've good. recorded. Yeah, people was, really uh, liked that. It was that. a little off the hook. Yeah, it resonated though. It did. Was it like fifty degrees and raining at the farm that day? Yes. And today it's ninety degrees and like surface of the sun hot. Yeah, it's it's raining under my clothes. Yes. Because of the temperature. Yeah. That was a little more information than we needed, but okay. We're all in the same boat. Don't pretend like you don't sweat. Oh, I sweat like a dog. <laughs> and uh, we have Nelson Carrick with us as a uh, first-time uh, guest on the podcast. Nelson, welcome. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, inviting me on here. I really like how only the guests are like identified by a first and last name, and we remain in anonymity, which is pretty great. In in that what our contract we agreed to? Oh, one hundred percent. I'm not saying my full name. Not, not on this shit show. Absolutely yeah, not. <laughs> absolutely. Um, at least they didn't identify themselves as a senior engineer at a particular company oh. and then give their full it's... name. <laughs> The, the guy that did that, I, I, I think if we had to stop him, he would have given his street address, too. Yeah, I think I think his mother's maiden name and the last four of his social were, like, coming down the pipeline. Yeah, yeah that was uh, – and, and, and he got his position wrong. He was, <laughs> he was so traumatized by uh, 
being on the podcast. That do, was a rich moment. Do you remember why he was traumatized, though? It's fitting right now. Because he was traumatized given the fact that he didn't say enough when introducing himself to already be past the threshold of what Chris said on his first podcast. Oh, yeah. Right? So we're like, oh, you're not quite at Chris level yet. Like, you have a little more to go. So he felt the need to talk right away. And Could you do like a, a recreation of Chris's intro the first time? I, I don't remember it. It was well, mostly we, silence. Yeah, we don't we don't that really want to have dead space in our podcast. Yeah. People will turn us off if we if we have dead space in the podcast. So uh, so guys, welcome. This is uh, first podcast in a while. John and I haven't been able to uh, put it together due to uh, schedules between the both both of us. John, have you actually been to a work event? So do we. Do we not do the days at home anymore? What what what's the official ruling on that? Um, it, it depends, I guess, on how you classify work events and whether that counts as being at work. Um, so we've done a couple of retirement events for you since the uh, last recording, I think, and then uh, I three did- actually. <laughs> Three, actually, yes. Yeah, they were the two at the farm I was thinking of, and then sort of like the unofficial one that I wasn't including uh, on your actual last day. And then I had a legit work meeting at the Braxton Brewery uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I've still not physically been to the office, but I have done like some in-person work stuff. Hmm. So I'm, I'm not sure. Do you know the calculation off the top of your head? Uh, I don't off the top of my head, but if someone else can fill like the next 30 seconds of space, I can get it real quick. I, I can fill that space because uh, I want to shout out to uh, Steve, a friend from the West Six Farm, who uh, surprised me and said, uh, oh, yeah, man, I listen to your podcast all the time. I like it. And uh, I was, was shocked that we actually had one listener. I mean, I know we're... Uh, we, we, I think we agreed that because he uh, keeps inserting his head up his ass that we would no longer uh, use the reference of that dude, that dude's Spotify money. So we need to pick somebody else. Um, after his latest uh, tirade about how white guys are being discriminated against, I really just don't want to say his name anymore. So, uh, I don't know. I thought, John, maybe we could say that uh, we're headed towards that uh, Barack Obama, Bruce Springsteen money yeah. from Spotify. I, I like that. That makes me feel a little better. And, um, and, and when we get better, it could be Michelle Obama money because you know she's getting it. Dude, I, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, it, I honestly, I, I know that I'm following all the right people on Twitter during the last inauguration when... Uh, Barack and Michelle came out and everybody like on my Twitter feed is like Michelle Obama just won this like do you see her outfit she is slaying it out there absolutely yeah. so I'm like I follow great um, great background noise wow. for this outdoor podcast uh, that worked really well um, it's it's 456 so right. hilariously 456 that's where we're at right so, now 456 days yep. at home and uh, we haven't or you all haven't got the Apple memo that says you got to start working in the office on Monday, Tuesdays and Thursdays so uh, maybe we'll continue this for a little bit more until we see what happens with you all 
I don't really see us going back anytime soon, honestly. Well, I mean, my my team, like, there's only two of us who are local. <laughs> so that would be uh, problematic, I would say. Yeah. I'm a team of one. I don't really know if there's... So if we ever have Kenny meetings. on the on the podcast, then yeah, we'll have to surface that again. So. We'll have to come back with that. God, could you imagine having Chris as your boss? <laughs> Just imagine that. Let that let that run through the processor for a second. That's we don't have that kind of time today. Wow, that guys, a lot of doors. No, no offense, John. It's it, it's half your podcast, half mine. But I really don't think we want to turn this into a psychotherapy podcast. It, it could be interesting, but I, I understand. We, we kind of have some thematic elements we should stick to. Yeah, it's fine. Sorry about that, it's Chris. Fine. Shaking yeah. your head. Ouch. That's, that did, we now have the topic for the uh, first episode of the Choo Choo Boom podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> we do. We do. Absolutely. Choo Choo Boom. Choo Choo Boom podcast. Uh, stay tuned for the history of uh, Choo Choo Boom. All right, so uh, so we thought today we would talk about uh, um, most of us have been, uh, except for work events, most of us have not traveled, Chris being the exception of the guy that flies close to the sun frequently and uh, might have even caught a pandemic-based disease because of flying too close to the sun. But uh, this was, um, we scheduled this trip for May, we postponed it till June. And we uh, have done a road trip to hit breweries from uh, Kentucky to Key West and back along the east and west coast of Florida. And uh, along the way, it's been interesting to see how people uh, uh, are continuing to uh, live in uh, a pandemic time that's, that's clearly not over. And uh, especially in Florida, being that Florida didn't really ever recognize that there was a pandemic um, very, very much. And uh, so I'll just throw this out there that uh, it's been interesting that all of the uh, hotels we've been in still have what I would call COVID protocols going on with masks and things. Now, compliance is, is hit or miss depending on what city we were in, but all the, the public service people in the hotels are still wearing masks. Yeah, it's been, uh, what's really been interesting to me is the microcosm that is Uber. So we have had Ubers kind of run the gamut from the guy who uh, who picked us up in West Palm, who had the literal like plastic tarp blocking off like the front and back of the vehicle, to uh, the guy who took us to mini golf last night, who was like, man, you, you guys like, if you don't want to wear the mask, you don't have to, like I'm vaccinated, I don't care. So, like, I mean, it was, you get the whole gamut, um, which, which is fine and cool. And obviously we're in a position where we're all vaccinated so we can, you know, we're, we're doing it when we go into, like, hotels and whatnot to follow the protocol, be not douchebags, that kind of thing. But it's just been interesting to see kind of how some people choose to, to act and handle things. It's been unique. Yeah, I mean, I'll add it going down the coast and stuff, you know, we didn't see many hotel workers even wearing masks yeah. behind the counter uh, but coming back up on the uh, the golf side it seems like the restrictions are a little different over here so. right right yeah i'm at a point where i'm gonna defer to the people working in the shop the yes. car the hotel the restaurant whatever if they're if they're masked then 
I'm going to be considerate and wear mine. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like places like while we've been out, I've always had one with me. So like, hey, if I go into a place and it's like they've got signs up still or it's like everybody in there has one on, like I'll, I'll put one on. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there was a brief period that you might have had to uh, ask a certain server for a mask because we didn't know if we could get I you back did. to the hotel. So. I did. I lost my mask and um, was concerned about my ability to take an Uber back to the hotel sans mask, which... Uh, Mercifully, our server, who I tipped very well as a result of her assistance, found a mask for me in the back room. And, uh, so was that, that the night we had the guy that it, had built the safe room? It yeah. was, yeah. The guy had a panic room like in his car, um, which is totally cool. Like yeah, I don't absolutely. blame him for doing that, but that was not the dude who was going to like let me into his automobile without a mask. No, so yeah, that, you weren't getting on with, the, getting the, in there the server was very clutch. Yeah, I was, I was highly appreciative she found a mask for me. Good deal. So uh, and so last night I didn't I didn't make uh, uh, enhanced putt putt golf, but uh, um, enhanced is one way to phrase that. Yeah. So uh, um, Chris did, was on his A game. Did, did you all have a non-masker both directions? Uh, so on the way there um, was the guy who was like, "Hey, if you guys don't want to wear the masks, I'm cool with it. I've been vaccinated." Uh, on the way back, the guy had a mask on, and we just all left our masks on on the way back. So, yeah, on the way there, I think it was uh, Chris that was uh, showing off, you know, getting the deluxe lift uh, so that we could ride in the Tesla Model it, S. It was true. The guy had a nice so. car. It was a nice car. Yeah. They got me with the upsell. Like, right yeah. now, as I was ordering the lift, they're like, for $4 more, you can get deluxe. And I'm like... Get the locks. How could I not? Yeah, we're right, in Naples. Right, absolutely. And absolutely. the guy was uh, in a in a Tesla, Model yeah. S. Model S. Yeah. yeah. And he immediately started talking to us about the Bitcoin meeting in Miami. He's like, "Oh, are you guys here for the Bitcoin?" And we're yep, like, "There is a conference going yeah. on." Which I didn't. I didn't know, but it made sense because I took pictures of all of the like in Bitcoin we trust stickers that were up everywhere when we were in Miami. Yep. So yeah. that was that was pretty cool. But so the the people that uh, put on the podcast. Uh, expo that we went to are somehow involved in that one. Oh, okay. Because I got the opportunity for a discounted pass for the same for the thing, and uh, there were, I could have gone free to one in in Orlando that was blockchain, and then the the one in Miami was cryptocurrency. So I assume it was held in a venue that was about half the size of what it needed to be, and it was just people sitting on top of each other, like talking about Bitcoin. <laughs> that, that's that's that what would, I'm envisioning. That would seem to be their MO. <laughs> but uh, uh, since, since, since I didn't take advantage of either of the free or discount, I don't know. There you go. Um, there you go. I, I, can, can, I can very confidently say that um, given that Putt-Putt was clearly the place to be on a Wednesday night in Naples, like that was the only place open, we easily had more fun than anyone else who was there. We, we had the best time by far. Except for hole six. Hole six, hole three was just savage. That was that was monstrous. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was a rough time, but it was fun. Nelson comes out shooting hole in one, back to back hole in one for holes one back and two. Back to back. And to JFab and I look at each other and we're like, "This is over. Like, like we're, we can concede." If, if right he now. sunk it on hole three, yeah. I'd be like, "I'm just gonna walk back. I'm just gonna take my club back, right. and we'll assume that Nelson shot an 18." It, he was on his way. He was. 
He was. And then, then thankfully, and then the buzzsaw. He he got rattled. Oh my the god. The mental just fell apart. Yeah, thankfully, it gave some of us a chance. So. It was good. It was good. But he came out swinging hard. So I think on our way down, we a universal theme was uh, people were short staffed, and that seemed to be most prevalent in Key West. Um, I know we were talking to the the beer tender at Joe's uh, at Sloppy Joe's in the back room where they have the craft beer, mm-hmm. and uh, he indicated they didn't fully open with normal activity till June 1st. And what night was our first night in Key West? What, probably June 7th or 6th? Yeah, June 7th, I believe. So he said prior to then, there was no dancing. The Everything was uh, distanced. Everybody had to wear a mask until they got seated. And, uh, and they, starting in May, played one set of the day with somebody in acoustics. So they didn't have any big bands in that's really what Sloppy Joe's does. They were doing acoustic stuff. Um, I know Kevin's had been open for a while because one of the performers I follow, Oren Music, was uh, live streaming from there fairly frequently and at Hog's Breath. I do remember seeing the videos at Hog's Breath and they were spaced out there and there were never many people. So I don't, I don't know if they were managing capacity or if there just wasn't that big a uh, number of people in town. But the other side of that is is that all the places that I normally go have smaller menus right now. I think we ran into that every time we wanted to eat. Yeah, I mean, looking at the online menu uh, didn't really help out. You get on, on site and like, everything was much slimmer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's uh, uh, funny. So, uh, um, so yeah. So we uh, um, Island Dogs was that way. Very small menu, and then the Waterfront Brewery had a. The Waterfront Brewery kind of has a gourmet type uh, menu, and they had practically nothing. I will say, I think me and Chris had a very good lunch there. We on one split day, so. the scallop starter plate. And for sixteen dollars, you can get four scallops. <laughs> that that just seemed to be a bad decision. I don't know that you can. I don't know that you can blame that on the brewery, because uh, the, the dude said, "You know, this is only four scallops when you ordered it." He he did he did turn around and say that to give you a chance to back out and say this would be a bad decision. Well. We were compound, compounding decisions from the night before. I don't think either one of us were making great decisions. At, at, and at I think point. there was an intention to order more food after that, uh, also hoping the scallops were a little bit larger, but um, we never made it to the additional food after. So. When did we get more food that day? It was seven? Seven or eight. Yeah, it was eight or nine hours our entire after the day scallops. was yeah. two scallops and a beer. Like that was our food, and we yeah. by seven thirty we we were not right. You ought to need breakfast. I don't uh, remember eating breakfast. There was hotel breakfast. Yeah, so. I thought you ate yeah. hotel breakfast. I, I ate oh, hotel breakfast. Was that the day we had the day. hotel Wait. breakfast? Okay, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, and you all had your uh, uh, last meal of the day at Hank's Hair of the Dog <laughs> uh, Saloon from Garbo's Food Truck in the back. 
delicious. And how was that? That, that food was fantastic. It was really good. It was yeah. Quite good. Yeah, for anyone well, visiting, uh, if you go for the Poke well, Bowl, no, that wasn't uh, that wasn't that wasn't that day though, right? Because that was that day was when we ended up at the. That was the last night we were there. We didn't go there. That the, what you're describing was the second night. Yeah, that, that was we the ended up at night. Hanks. Yeah, that was yeah. the second night, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because I was right. also hungry then. It was I don't remember the name of the place that's on the street where we creeped on the guy that you knew. And then we went inside, and you talked to the manager. That was Island Dogs. That was Island Dogs. Island Dogs, yeah. yeah so Island that was Dogs. the last night after they had four scallops. Yep, yeah. yep. So, um, traveling, uh, I- anything strike you as interesting or different uh, on this trip that you haven't seen in the past? I didn't realize that a uh, Subaru Outback was that roomy. <laughs> It's uh, it's been a little cramped for me up front, but uh, otherwise I think it is pretty roomy. Hopefully the Subaru Outback doesn't have a ticket. I went and looked to see if they uh, dusted my car again. We're in a two-hour parking spot. Oh, how long have we been here? Four. Oh, okay. Well, if we had plums here, we'd know the math. So they they uh, they tagged it once, so I rolled it forward. So technically, I'm in a new spot. So I get two more hours, right? Yeah, Sounds legitimate. Right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not ethically a problem, is it? All right. All right, good deal. So uh, so traveling uh, to Key West, um, John's first time. Um, first time for Chris in many years. And then Nelson, uh, first time since the last time you went to the Naked People Festival. Yes. So um, what... what, uh, what what were your favorite things in Key West? I, I'll just, I'll start. My favorite was uh, a random person on the street at the retro room uh, hanging out with you three for uh, what seemed like hours and hours and uh, psychoanalyzing you within 15 minutes. And, and while I don't, I think she was accurate with what she said about Nelson and what she said about uh, John. She just nailed Chris. Choo-choo boom. Choo-choo boom. So she's called me a train wreck to start with and then went into an elaborate story about her friend, a yes. co-worker, whose first language is not English, right? So he says, Correct. I don't know what to call you. Uh, I call you a choo-choo boom. And she has no idea what he's talking about. Uh, and it turns out he's talking about a train wreck. You're a train wreck. Choo-choo boom. Uh, perfect. <laughs> like, absolutely perfect. And she was very, had a lot of energy. I don't know where all the energy came There's from. There was a lot of high energy going high on. High energy yeah. going on. Um, some of it seemed artificial. It might nature. have been artificially. <laughs> there might have been some stimulants going on. I don't know. It's, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. I'm but confused. Uh, she hijacked our conversation for about an hour. Yeah. Uh, uninvited, just sort of sat or just kind of came over and became part of our group, which is always fun. It was, it was you cool. never know where it's going to go. Yeah, it was, it was good. And th- this was after, like, there was, they, they had to mop the blood out of that hallway where shuffleboard was being played because, like, that was a savage game. Savage. It, there was, it was a heavyweight battle. It was. Like, back and forth. There was forth, a lot going on there. Blows. Yeah. Vintage Pong, electromechanical Pong. The physical pong table was easily the one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. 
I mean, that was, I, that was amazing. Yeah. It's upsetting that you had to pay to play Pong. Yeah, though. it sucked. Yeah. That was like the one thing that you had to pay for. But uh, somebody kindly left money in that we got to take advantage of before we ran out of money and were confused, thinking we broke the game. We got Chris to climb under it and unplug it and plug it back in, thinking we, we hosed it Did up. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the technical lead is on vacation. Yeah, yeah. But, wow. Uh, still, still didn't fix it, but that was, that was okay. Yeah, I thought everything was free, so there, just one thing wasn't free. Yeah, she had said that that game, because I think it's pretty new, and it's like four grand to buy it online, because I looked... Um, they're, they're trying to like recoup a little bit on that one maybe but uh, it was it was super cool there's like physical paddles that move and the ball like physically moves and it was, so the retro room is is I go there usually every night I'm in town usually I have a beer and leave but at least one night per trip I plan on doing that and then end up leaving as they're closing and wonder how how did the last six hours get away from me or something like that we were gonna take the 10:30 shuttle home that night you might recall because it was our last night in town and we wanted an easy night so that it wouldn't be so painful to and leave town how'd that work out yeah so uh, we were gonna take the 10:30 shuttle and if I recall correctly we went into the retro room to have one drink before we went somewhere else and then one- what time did they close the retro room so so she closed at midnight but she kept serving us until we were done because she was cool. What time? I believe it was one thirty that we actually walked out. Yeah. So. yeah. And, and we we only left because we were like she was supposed to close over an hour ago. Like we should probably not be here anymore. She's being really nice, but like we don't want to be those people. I, I think that she let us stay because Captain Scruffy bought our first round and she had heard of the legendary Captain Scruffy. So I think she was doing it in his honor. At least we were responsible and left the retro room and went immediately back to the hotel. Oh, but but uh, wait, that happened. But wait, oh, wait we, there's more. There's more. <laughs> oh my gosh! Was it the uh, was it pizzas next to Rick's? Angelina's. It's the best slice in town. Angelina's best slice in town. I can't remember if it's the best slice or best piece. I think they <laughs> mean the same either way. All I know is I had pizza there two nights with Chris. It. That's been, romantic. Yeah, it is. It is. Though not as good as the, you know, romantic walk along the beach that you and I had. That um, was really that was fantastic. That was a touching moment. Yeah. You have to get your toes in the sand when you're in Key West. You do. I mean you gotta you gotta make contact with the Gulf of Mexico and, 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 and I did it. get a video of, of Nelson and John holding hands and, and dipping their toes in the Atlantic Ocean. So that was that'll be a nice keepsake form. It will be. Yeah. Can we pull a picture of that for me to have framed? Oh, for sure. It's going to be on my mantle. Yeah. I want an airbrush T-shirt. Yep. I'll uh, I'll put that up on Smug Mug, and uh, all your friends can order it. <laughs> be fantastic. Bert, so all three of you are going to you're going to have or? three sales. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Chris, where was your favorite place in Key West? Oh man. So the retro room is hard to beat. That was an amazing experience. Just the vibe inside was great. Uh, we had. John Nelson and I just went, had some great times playing cards, playing games. Beer was great, great beer selection. I could not believe it. And after a couple of days of Key West noise, just being able to have a conversation at a normal level was uh, was a big win for me. Um, not to say that's my favorite. Nelson, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like Chris, but the retro room really was probably the best place, in my opinion, that we hung out. Um, and we really got to have fun, play some games with each other, but also just the nostalgia of all the things they had on the walls. Uh, vintage toys, Pez dispensers, posters. Uh, it was just kind of awesome to see. Uh, so, like, the entire environment was just welcoming and, and relaxing after the, the previous few nights. Yeah, um, not to be broken record, I'm also going to give the nod to the retro room. Um, you know, I'm a, a gaming nerd, so seeing all the arcade cabinets and shit that I used to play at the mall and whatnot, um, just sitting there waiting for you to play them. Like Chris said, the beer selection was really good. They had draft sake. Oh my God. That, that was amazing. Uh, the second night we were there, I literally just drank sake the entire night. Um, they've got a nice outdoor section, so... If you've been inside too long, you can just step outside and hang out on the street for a couple minutes, get a little air, and then go back in. It's really nice. Uh, I did really appreciate, uh, kind of like had been said, that it's quieter in there, so you can have a conversation. Um, the back bar to Sloppy Joe's I thought was really cool. I liked hanging out there. Sloppy Joe's itself was a good venue, um, just really loud. Um, I, I personally, on the whole trip, I was a little disappointed in the music. Um, I would have really liked to see more like local original artists as opposed to cover artists who are all covering the exact same set of songs. Like I don't, I just I have no interest in sitting in a bar and listening to the same songs over and over again done by like different people. It's just. What, what, what was the uh, song that we had left Irish Kevin's and went to the high energy rock band in the Sloppy Joe's low places? Friends and low, Friends places. And low yeah. places. I'm yeah. just like Garth Brooks. Holy shit! Yeah, everybody played it. Yeah, I mean we were we were at Irish Kevin's two nights in a row, and two different people were playing, but they did all the same songs. And then the guy from the first night was about to go back on the second night, and I was like, I, I literally can't stay here. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear all the same shit again. So uh, music was kind of a bust. I was a little disappointed in that. But um, a lot of the little bars were cool. Um, I'd like to see the Green Parrot full tilt. Uh, Nelson and I hung out there for just an afternoon um, and, and worked when we needed to get out of the sun. And it was a place that was open, had some space. We could set up our laptops and whatnot. Um, I'd be interested in the nightlife there. but And we yeah. did miss the originals guy there. So yeah. that was on Sunday at 530. Yeah. But but on the whole, um, I'm, I'm also going to give the nod to the retro room. That place was wicked sick. And, I mean, I, I distinctly remembered it the second we walked up from seeing the photo of uh, on your Instagram of... Uh, Rick from Rick and, Rick Morty, and Morty, like in that back room that's like right by the front window, kind of, but off to the side. So the, the second I saw that, I was like, "Oh, we're we're in a good place. These are good people here." So um, I'm a little disappointed nobody picked Kevin, since that was the place that I think we had 104 beverages between us on one night. We we did. That was a that was that was a. It was a heavy night at Kevin's. That, that was that night one? <laughs> that was night one. Yeah. It was a heavy night. Yeah, that it, night we each got like an hour to an hour and a half of sleep. Yes, we did. That that was a fun night. It was it was good. It was good. Yeah, it's just it was it was hard to talk and like I oh, said, you, the can't, mu- you can't in there. And the and the music was eh. Yeah, a lot of the the musicians that I like that have the local stuff, they were uh, out of town. So uh, Carrie Daly 
that I mentioned you would like, and Oren uh, was was traveling, and uh, a couple of the others were traveling as well. So, you know, but it's it was apparently it's, it's much better than if we had actually come down in May when we were planning to come down because I think we would have missed most of the music. We don't think there's been any. Yeah. And it makes sense too that like a lot of the really good stuff was on the road given that people are now finally for the first time in 14 months having the opportunity to actually go on the road and play. So I know all the musicians I follow on Twitter are like posting up tour dates and all kinds of stuff so everybody's like really jazzed to go kind of back on the road do their tour thing so it, it makes sense that if you've been kind of trapped somewhere for over a year you don't want to stay in that place even if it's a popular place it's gonna you know get more traction you can still do way better by just starting to hit the road and making it happen yeah i don't know if you all remember but the manager at island dogs was talking about he was close friends with nick norman and so nick um, I see Nick every time I'm in town. Super cool dude. And uh, he, he will play some covers periodically, but he, he has a full catalog of his stuff. He has multiple albums, and he mostly plays his stuff. And he has what I would call local hits that may turn up in, in being in national hits. Uh, he has rolled out a new album with uh, Lee Bryce's uh, label. Lee Bryce is a, a famous uh, musician and songwriter. So, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that, and they are on a porch tour. Interestingly, the porch tour uh, is uh, many private events, so people have actually paid to book uh, Nick, oh, no shit. Lewis, okay. and Lee, and other people to play privately in their venues for their friends and family so that i thought that was that was extra cool i mean one day off the podcast money you can do that for us so. yeah when we have the the barack and bruce uh podcast money we will be yeah. able to do that so speaking of that we probably should should start closing up because uh, at least three of you have to work but um a couple of interesting things. So we sit down at Green Bench Brewing in St. Pete to work, and the first table that we talked to was uh, a group of brewers from Pennsylvania. So they own a brewery in Pennsylvania. So we had a good conversation with them. And then the second group of people sat down and asked how I liked Asheville because they saw the sticker on the back of my laptop and saw the Craft Brew Geek stickers in Asheville. So I thought that was extra cool that we ran across uh, two groups of beer aficionados that, uh, that had some, uh, some conversations with them. So um, we usually, we, this isn't a video podcast, so uh, we usually uh, talk. Nelson made a face sign like, like Chris did on his first podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I should be speaking up more. Um, I'm slightly distracted because it's um, approximately, let me check my laptop here, um, 700 degrees outside. And um, my, my hair, which if you've not seen one of the aforementioned video podcasts, is very long. Uh, makes like, it, it's, it's really hot with this much hair. And uh, I gave my hair tie away. 
and because I have you done anything about that to get that back tonight? Well, because I'm a new, but I only brought one, which is already a stupid decision. But uh, we happened to run into the person who I gave the Heritage to three nights in a row. So we'll see if uh, uh, maybe four. I think that, it was just three, considering but, we only had three nights. Uh, no, no, well, you're missing his oh, point. She I, lives uh, in St. Petersburg. I see, I see what you're saying. And you yes. have their digits to yes. get in touch with her. So Correct. I think we should make it so maybe, four nights. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, Correct. maybe you should get your hair tied back. She Correct. should have her own supply here. That's true. That's true. All right. So uh, why don't we close this up? This is up. a train wreck. <laughs> this is a choo-choo boom. This is a choo-choo boom and a half. In, in, yeah. in fairness, John and I haven't podcasted in over oh, a month. We're, we're and out of we practice. have new equipment. It's uh, it's a choo-choo boom, but we have we have choo-choo boom with us, so it's all good. <laughs> we, do. we do. So, uh, Chris, where can people find you online? Well, thanks, Mark. I can, uh, you can find me at bluebirdcky.com. Is that bluebirdsucky.com? Bluebirdsucky.com. Yeah, Sweet. thank you for that. Um, lots of thought went into that name, but I'm glad that you immediately found my that one weakness in my uh, domain name. Uh, also the, the, on, uh, the one. on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> on the Instagram at Christopher.Forsyth, so check me now, out. Now, do you have uh, Instagram and Twitter for Central Kentucky Bluebirds? I sure do. I sure do. So people can go there and see uh, light-breaking <laughs> uh, pictures and information the about content. the Central Kentucky yeah, Bluebird the latest, Trail. The latest and greatest there at uh, what's right. going on in Franklin County, Kentucky. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> Nelson, where can people find you? Not sure exactly how to follow that. Um, really, the only place I'm... Onlyfans.com uh, forward slash... I'm sorry, I'll Choo Choo Boom. Choo Choo Boom. <laughs> uh, no, so um, really only active on Twitter, so that is uh, Nelson underscore DK. You can find me on. So. John, how about you? Where can people find you? Oh, I don't, I don't use the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can find me on unusually.pink. It's my website. Uh, has a blog there. There is an about section on it. If you click on that, that has links to everywhere else that I hang out online, all my other websites, social media, all that good stuff. Most of it's some variant of unusually pink or another, but yeah, that's the place where I can do it. How about you, Mark? Where can people find you at? I know this will surprise you, but... Oh, uh, and this, you, just for the record, said... We haven't recorded for a month, so like, all four of our listeners, let that sink in for a second before you hear what he's about to say. I haven't recorded in a month, but I still haven't got the, the <laughs> damn website built. Um, in fairness, I've really been too busy drinking to uh, build a new website. So, uh, and, and you started working on a website for somebody else. Oh yes, another I, one. I yeah, did so. actually, actually two people. I rolled out a uh, website for a. Uh, charity um, a rodeo that's happening uh, this summer in Owen County, Kentucky for uh, a young man that, that passed away uh, suddenly and uh, so it is a charity it's uh, wideopennofear.com so if you are uh, interested in rodeos or want to support a good cause for a scholarship program go to wideopennofear.com uh, and take a look at their website it will tell you about the rodeo and about um, how you can uh, participate or make a donation. Also, uh, working on uh, one for my friend uh, Captain Scruffy. Right. So I probably do Captain Scruffy's before I get to uh, um, the Craft Brew Geek podcast. But you can find me on uh, all the normal socials and things like that, and uh, Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook, 
at craftbrewgeek.com. So, uh, John, we'll, uh, our next podcast, we'll, uh, we'll talk about Choo Choo Boom. No, we're going to talk about equipment. That's what we're going to do. And hopefully the equipment is not a Choo Choo Boom. Yep, yep. So uh, we will uh, see. So thanks, uh, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Nelson. And we will see everybody on the flip side. Bye.